does it mean when it rains on a bright sunny day? Why do you have to bite your finger when you point into the woods? And how do you protect your pregnant wife from a legless, fetus-sucking monster at night? Hi, I'm Anima. And I'm Ice. And this is... The Gods Must Be Crazy. Yep. So we are two Filipinas who are based in Singapore trying to traverse, explore, uncover, and tell ourselves the stories of weird, wild, strange, yet somehow familiar Filipino mythology. Yeah, because, um, you know, these are like, you know, superstitions and beliefs that we've, you know, heard like, you know, all our lives randomly from different people. Um, They're kind of familiar, but we don't really know where they came from um, or the full story behind them. So this is kind of like our attempt to to understand that and and learn a bit more about um, Filipino mythology. And hopefully for people listening, you discover along with us as well and think they're kind of strange superstitions too. <laughs> they are. They're weirder now that we live in other countries. <laughs> yeah, no, so we try to kind of, um, you know, trace as much as we can, obviously, uh, from what's available. Um, it is an oral tradition, so we kind of like have our own um, art interpretation based on what we've learned. Um, and ideally we also get to see as well like are there any like interesting themes or parallelisms either with like modern day um, experience pop culture or even like um, similar regions um, and countries and uh, mythologies uh, around us yeah so get ready for a wild ride this is the gods must be crazy podcast episode so we're still doing the whole kind of like june wedding theme right Mm. so there's no like wedding theme discussion without talking about like the goddess or god of love and marriage or childbirth so there there is one kind of um i don't know if we can say well known i i guess you you, she's actually well known but you know her by another name so there's a well-known um, goddess of love, fertility, childbirth, etc. Mm-hmm. But actually, many people don't know her by her original name. We oh. actually know her by a different name. Okay. Um, so that's one thing that I found interesting. But I think the more interesting thing about the goddess of love in Filipino mythology is that she actually like when I when I read stories about her, I was like, my God, why can't she catch a break? No. Like, there <laughs> there actually are very few stories of her with, like, happy endings mm-hmm. with regard to love. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't have a happy ever after. Aww. Well, it depends on the version you see. Okay. So, I'm talking about uh, Dian Masalenta. Mm-hmm. That's what she's called originally, mm-hmm. um, based on the uh, Tagalog pantheon of gods mm-hmm. um but actually more people know her today as maria makiling oh of the mountain of the mountain yeah so where you go camping exactly <laughs> so i think like she used to be like a very very prominent or at least one of the well-known gods mm-hmm. um at that time and a lot of people worshipped her but i think obviously when spanish uh colonizers came um they kind of demoted her into like, like a, a, a mountain nymph or a goddess yeah mountain nymph or mountain spirit yeah. so like but but with ma- like lesser powers mas- basically ma- as in salanta like like as in tragedy yeah it's, isn't it yeah. interesting salanta so is tragedy i is looked tragedy? into it yeah, yeah, yeah masalanta yeah. is like 
a person who's been through calamity uh-huh. or tragedy. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of the reasons is, so she's actually like, basically she's just like the most peaceful and loving God there is. And like in general, people pray to her for like, um, uh, what's this? They pray to her for peace. She's like the peacemaker. So okay. like among the gods, she, she loved humanity so much that Batala, which was like the, like supreme god number one god yeah the number one the og <laughs> uh he kind of said okay since you uh love human beings so much you'll be like the peacemaker okay so her job was like to kind of um make sure warring tribes made peace with each other Aww. and i was thinking if she's the god of marriage and love and also the peacemaker of warring tribes is it like linked with the whole like marrying warring tribes together yeah that's what they would do because that's a right? way to kind of like ensure consolidate peace. yeah ensure peace consolidate land maybe yeah so anyway but the other part of it was she was also the goddess that people prayed to after storms after earthquakes oh. um and after floods okay, okay. and the the so basically what would they pray for like i hope i find the clothes so so awesome. she <laughs> That too. My doggy. But I think think the idea was like, um, the image of her, like in, in, of what's left, right? Is that she would come after a storm and she would like repair like broken branches or like bird's nest. (laughs) Yeah. So like Philippine Red Cross. (laughs) Yeah. So she would like come after a storm and then there, there would finally be peace and calm or whatever. So it's, She's the person that people who have gone through calamity or mm-hmm. nasalanta pray to. Okay. I think that's the origin of it. Okay. Yeah. So, so she was like very prominent then, and uh, I think the, the the main story really that comes out of her, because there aren't a lot of mm-hmm. being manasalanta directly, but is that she loved mortals so much that she actually fell in love with a mortal. <gasps> Like gasp. And obviously was he hot? the other was gods. He hot? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he was hot. If he was portrayed by Artista, would he be Gardoversos? <laughs> In his prime. In his prime. Richard Goss. <laughs> also in his prime. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so she got demoted. Um, in, well, because not demoted. She, because she fell in love with a So person. she fell in love with a mortal. And so the other gods, gods were like, Legasp, what are you doing? This oh, is a travesty. No. So Batala, quote unquote, punished her by making her live with the mortals. Okay. But uh, obviously she was like, well. I like them. Nah, this isn't so, so bad. bad. <laughs> it's like she was quite happy. So okay. that's literally every retelling of it is just like, yeah, she was happy about this punishment. Yeah. But that's the I, I think that's the my punishment for you for falling in love is to, to live, live with, with him in love forever. And she's like, oh no, please, oh no, not this punishment. This is the worst ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So like she's just like she got like really a decent deal, I would say. Oh no. So what if that was what she did? She's like, I hate that they smell bad. He smells nice. <laughs> smells amazing. <laughs> He sounds like bench bodies. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, but it, it's interesting, right? Because I think, um, like, some people are saying that um, obviously she used to be like worshipped very heavily before, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't really find a lot of traces of that these days. Mm-hmm. Before we get to Maria Makiling, of course. Uh-huh. But 
Um, so some people are speculating that some of the, like the you know the fertility or marriage rituals that we have are probably uh-huh. linked to her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the what's that one? Ubando. Ubando. Yeah. The one where like if you are a childless couple and you're trying to have a baby, yeah. you go there and you dance, right? With like, like a tiny Santonino. Oh, I yeah, exactly. You get a tiny Santonino. <laughs> that, that was obviously and a church like, tradition. And then you dance. You dance on the street with it. Yeah. So the 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 childless couple dances, and that's your way of like. Uh, asking for help to have a baby mm-hmm. now obviously like maybe when the you know when the priests like uh spanish priests came they they just like they were like you know what keep doing it but yeah. you carry this little baby jesus yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's her that's that's the end of as a child and a boy <laughs> <laughs> that's why you know what? that's why there's an action figure santo nino that's why the Santo Nino what has an like, action figure. There, there's Santo Ninos that you buy in Manila or Quiapo and you dress him up in different things for different things that you want, which is very much the Anito practice of mm, Ah, yes, that's true. So there's. there's so there's instead Santo of Nino, having different Anitos, which was what happened before, what right? Had, yeah. They were just like, just use the same baby Jesus. The same baby Jesus, yeah. With like different colors. Yeah. And outfits. <laughs> It's like a there's a there's Barbie. a baby there's a baby Jesus wearing a flight suit in the Air Force. No, chapel. I'm not kidding. No, in the flight suit. He's got wings. He's a lieutenant. No, is he's, that even allowed? He's a baby, but he's already <laughs> a lieutenant. So that's you know Jesus that's is a, a great aviator, <laughs> and he'll give you a baby. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so so that's her, right? But um. The interesting thing is, like, um, even though a lot of people don't know about her, almost everyone knows about Maria Makite. Which is weird because it's in the, it's a random. It's mo- like mountain. one mountain. Why yeah. do we all know about this yeah. one mountain? They got great resorts. Like, just yeah. so you guys know, right? Like, it, it's a common theme to have mountain goddesses. Yes. Right. There's a riot in Pampanga, mm-hmm. where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one in Cebu, maybe yeah. Cacao or something. Um, Mount Apple. Mount Apple. Mount Apple, Apple meaning literally like a god, it's a god. But actually, um, what I find interesting is usually, not always the case, but usually when it's a volcano, they assign like a masculine yeah. figure. like Because they're smoking. Because they're smoking uh, cigarettes yeah, yeah. or uh, tobacco. And then usually when it's like the more dormant, Makiling is a dormant uh, mm-hmm. volcano, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a female figure. Because hot springs. But also Makiling is what I like about Makiling is it's got the first and from what I know only arts high school in the Philippines. Oh. So it's like it's you, you go there and you have to audition. So it's like Sota here in Singapore. So you audition if you're a good dancer, pianist, musician, artist, whatever. You go there for high school, it's completely paid. It's part of the it's sort of like Philippine science but for arts. Ah. And you take your morning is a regular high school life, and then your college and your and your your afternoon is uh just the arts. You dance or you sing or you compose or whatever. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's the UP system then Atash. I'm not sure, but maybe it's because Makiling is also the goddess of love and art and beauty and. That's true. That's, that's what, true. That's what they And the thing is, like people <laughs> do say that they see her until today. <gasps> Right, probably in probably in that high school they see her. Ooh. I I heard that in UPLB UP Los Baños, um, mm-hmm. there have been Maria Makiling sightings really? supposedly. So Winston. <laughs> <laughs> so like she, because 
so uh, makiling is like very verdant right yeah. especially before and i think one of the prominent features is their mists yes right in yes. makiling so yes. people assert that the mists are actually her moving Ooh. around the mountain so because she is in so her the image of uh, maria makiling is like iconic filipina beauty mm-hmm. so like beautiful kayumangi or like olive brown skin mm-hmm. very long that's kind of, english for kayumangi olive brown I, that's what i call it i think so <laughs> or chocolate are we olive or chocolate olive i think i think, I think we're yellowish brown <laughs> maybe it's the lighting so <laughs> very long beautiful black hair um she never ages and then an iconic bright white dress ah. and so people say when you see miss it's actually her moving around Ooh. yeah in some stories she has like white hair but i actually mm. believe like iconic beautiful black hair is yeah, kind of yeah. like the image right mm-hmm. so yeah there have been tidings of her supposedly where she like there's this road in uplb apparently where there's this girl in a white dress who asks like basically hitchhiking like can you give me like a, a ride white somewhere? lady but not scary like a white lady but obviously people are scared so they don't ever like um yeah. like bring her along as far as i've heard <laughs> But well, what yeah. if she just wants to catch a ride? That's true. What if she just wants to get out of there? Yeah, but apparently, so even like uh, hikers. Mm-hmm. So, because um, a lot of people hike Makiling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there have been um, stories where like there was just like this group of hikers and like they they left their uh, campsite very dirty yes. and they left their trash, yeah, their yeah, waste, yeah. etc. They didn't fix it and then they went off to like find some water mm-hmm. and then they they realized that they kept circling back they were like this looks like the I've, same place i've read about this and yeah. they kept going round and round and then someone finally said maybe we should like clean up clean up and maybe like the there are spirits here that are getting angry or whatever and mm-hmm. then finally they um they got out after they cleaned up after themselves which is yeah. like honestly rude like yeah. basic manners, yo. Well, that's the thing about Maria feeling <laughs> Like I remember, for when as a child, when you first hear about her, she's the no, she's the ecology, ecology goddess. She's like it's basically Mother Earth. I think yeah. she's like the Mother Earth figure. Um, yeah. I think when Girl Scouts, because Girl Scouts go camping in Mer- in Mount Makiling, there's mm. a Girl Scout camp there, and. I was never allowed to go camping, but like when the other girls came back, they were like, "We have to be careful. Every piece of tissue, every like bottle yeah. of water, we have to make sure that we collect because Maria Makiling's gonna come back." And, yeah, uh, but she's generally like a benevolent figure, to be fair, right? Mm-hmm. Like she, I think in general, it's like, and and I saw this in similar stories of like other mountain goddesses. The prim- the, the the key thing is like it's a very abundant like place. Mm-hmm. Right, so the fruit trees are always full with like big, literal low hanging fruits. <laughs> and, sorry, it's, we always use that term at work. That's in business, low hanging fruits. Sad, but <laughs> literal low hanging fruits. Like they're always like um, animals roaming around, like that are easy to hunt, right, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so, the 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 lesson to people. Uh, especially in the olden times in the villages nearby is always just like take what you need 
yeah, yeah and yeah. you can eat in the mountain but you're never allowed to bring it out of the mountain oh but also that could just be a very smart ecological thing, exactly you know like keeping exactly. the ecosystem balanced and um what if it was like a scientist from UPLB who, <laughs> uh, you know, like the microbiome, not the microbiome, but like the, the homeostasis of this oh, ecological no. whatever has to be kept like super, you, you can't, yeah. because there are like bugs that if they get to Manila. So he asked gonna, his um, research assistant, dress up in white. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go around the countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a wig. <laughs> no, but okay, actually, this reminds me of some, a very interesting story. So... Uh, they were like, don't ever take the fruit out. And then I think some people, some hunters obviously got very greedy. They went there and um, she let them have some fruits. But they were like, you know what? She has so many. We can just bring some of these home. So they put them in their sacks. Mm-hmm. They tried to go away. They tried to leave the mountain. They couldn't find their way out. Like They kept running into thorny bushes or like stinging insects. And their bags kept getting heavier and heavier. And apparently all of the fruits turned to stone. And she was so angry. She was like, I told you not to do it. So eventually they had to like leave all the fruits behind. And they had to turn. So this is a superstition, right? Because if you get lost in the woods, you have to turn your clothes out. Inside out. Inside out. But but inside out? Or then, but like how baliktad is baliktad? Is it like inside out then front to back and then like top and bottom and bottom and top i don't know the exact mechanics of it <laughs> because i've always but wondered about apparently that. the whole point of it is just to show that you didn't hide any fruit inside oh, or so you didn't break it's just that hey i didn't get anything it's like turning out your let pockets. me go exactly ah. supposedly that's what it is but the the reason i reacted to you talking about the ecological thing is there's this other story of she's not in the mountain she's actually in the village Ooh. and She's very generous. People bring um, everyone to her for like. So say you have like a sick mother or a sick child, you'll bring uh, you'll bring the child to her, and she'll like um, you know help out. Mm-hmm. And usually at the time, apparently her diagnosis was just like malnutrition and like bad oh, diet. So she would like give them she would, no. She would actually give them ginger. Oh. She gave them ginger, and then. She would say, okay, you take this ginger, you bring it home, you cook it, and you feed it to your kids. and um, Or you ask your wife to cook it. Mm-hmm. And what usually happens is like, aside from the fact that it was medicinal, obviously, mm. ginger is traditionally medicinal um, in the Philippines. Um, so the apparently the story goes that when they eventually got home, they realized the ginger turned into gold nuggets. Ooh. And in a related note, I guess she was too generous so the people in her village got greedy and they were like hey why are people getting gold stuff from Maria Makiling so they actually went into her garden where she would generously give like her produce to people they started pulling her plants out to see if they would turn to gold and she eventually decided to leave the village and retreat to the mountains and I just thought about that like it's a really good like analogy for like mining in general and how we really just like you know, yeah. use up resources well, and well, Makiling itself. Well, yeah, we always pass it when we go to Batangas. Mm. It's like this rich, verdant, big place. But like in the area right next to it is a quarry. Yeah, it's a quarry now, and it's just like before. It was just like green, 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 green. That's again when you pass it when you're going to Santo Tomas, like mm. before they built that big highway. But when you pass by Santo Tomas, it's like wow, lush, verdant, and then just like this arid That's quarry so land my cousin worked there or something but it was just like 
but why? They said, oh, you know, for progress and, you know, new highways and stuff. And yeah, but it's kind of like this whole thing where, did you read this thing in the news where they mm. were going to, they were going to um, fell a couple of hundred trees somewhere in the north in Manila. So they would make like a vaccination center. But it's like one of the few green areas left. Why do you need to do that? Why don't you just like use another way? I don't know. Yeah. Use an actual big place. Like yeah. here, they're using the airports or whatever, you know. But yeah, that's, it's just, it's like for the sake of progress. It's not very, it's not very prudent mm. or respectful. So, so are there, are there any things to like placate? Placate Maria Makita. No, so what apparently what they do is, um, so when she helps you out, because in, you know, people used to like reach out to her, ask for help, like apparently like if someone needed like some jewels or some clothes for like a special event, they like would just like ask. Party? And then it, they would just find it at the edge of like the mountains or something. Really? <laughs> I'm going out tonight. It's a hot day. <laughs> I, I, I need have, like a I killer have, outfit. I don't know. I need a killer outfit. It's prom. And then it's gonna be at the edge of the village. Yeah. Yeah. Native something leaves. like that. To say thank you, <laughs> people would usually leave like gifts. So like, you know, um eggs or fruit or stuff like that. But her favorite is like um this white hen. So the the hen has to be like less than a year old, what they call dinalaga. Or like oh, a teenager, oh, in a okay. way, uh-huh. less than a year old. A virgin. We we don't know that. A virgin duck. Can uh-huh. you can you guarantee that? Maybe I don't know. Do, do chickens like have pure sex? white? And then just leave it there. Is this her favorite treat? Apparently. Because you know what, she'll cook it with the uh, ginger and chilada. <laughs> like so when when people used to go up to hunt and they would get lost um in the mountains they'd say that maria makiling took them to be her husband like she fell in love with them uh-huh. and so she just like kept him and he forgot like, and he can't go back so he's just living in matrimonial bliss there oh good on him yeah but they like she, every day. why not exactly <laughs> but she goes through a lot of husbands where do they go well, what happens that's true so she needs some is she secretly burying? I don't know. Are you going to make it sinister? No, mm-hmm. but I think the starting point... The, anyway, so now the key thing is that just that she has retreated into the, the mountains. Yeah. We can't ever see her again. So a large like chunk of why that happened is because people got too greedy, took advantage of her. She, feel like, she felt like she didn't fit in. But the, other, the larger part is really just she has a broken heart. And um, she fell in love with a mortal and it didn't work out and so she just retreated into the woods so there are two very interesting stories the first one um is like um she apparently fell in love with this like super cute young farmer in the village where she was staying played by guard of her salsa maybe yeah so he he um so she was apparently like watching over him the entire time so she i guess she didn't live in the village but Mm -hmm. she would always watch over him he would always have the best crops and everything his farm was the most abundant because he was a very nice um 
and kind guy. So that's how you get good props if you're nice. If she fell in love with him, so also so she, she just blessed. Also, his he's props. hot <laughs> and cute. Wow. I'm assuming. <laughs> Um, and I guess she, I guess they had an understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, what happened was um, someone came to the town, there was a war, and they were enlisting the young single men. Oh no. And I guess he didn't talk to her about it. Um, oh. He decided he didn't want to go to war, obviously, so he decided to just get married with one of the villagers oh, no. uh, instead. Yeah. And um, eventually, Maria Makiling found out, and she was just like, "Well, I could have protected you and your family, but I guess you don't think I'm enough." Or oh, no. yeah, so you need an earthly woman for your earthly needs. <laughs> and she was just like, "It's okay, fine, <laughs> fine." I'm taking my chickens and going. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, she went away. So that's a you know that's like I think the the more well-known of like the stories but it's basically just like you know she had an unrequited love she retreated the other one which is interesting but i guess it's really is more of a uh it happened during the spanish colonial period um let's say late spanish colonial period so it's i guess more reaction to yeah a reaction to i think you know, Spaniards integrating a bit more into Filipino society and mestizos mm-hmm. uh, being around. Um, so apparently, she had three suitors. Three manliligaos, as we call suitors, who were courting her. The first was... Wait, wait, we have to explain the concept of courting. Okay, explain the concept of courting. So courting still, hap- still happens? Eh. When I was, I was a kid, it was still happening. It's like, okay, before you are with a girl, you ask permission to court and yes. that's an indirect question i don't say ice can i court you not always i say i ask ice's friend deirdre deirdre can i court ice yeah and then deirdre will ask ice and ice will say mm, i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe. I don't, I don't and then and then Let's ice will tell deirdre and deirdre was like yeah go ahead <laughs> uh, and then there's the courtship which is visiting the house bringing presents Calling on the phone, singing at the window um, at night, and serenading the girl, and then, and then the girl will eventually say um, yes, will be steady, or like sometimes in my day, in my youth, mm. the guy will say I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, and then when the girl says I love you back, you're together. Already. That's when you're together, but it's usually a couple of months, couple of weeks. Before that happens, and you're not really dating, and you rarely go out with just the two of you until your boyfriend and girlfriend for reals, and that's so that's what courting is in the Filipino context. I have a question, and this go. is a super aside. Go. Is the term pamamanhikan because you go up? Yes. The stairs to meet yes. the family. Pamamanhikan yes. is kind of like the official asking the family yes. for the it's hand. The engagement, yeah. And and to say mamamanhikan means yeah. to kind of literally go up, go up the stairs. Yes. Um, so the whole family of the guy goes to the family of the girl uh-huh. bearing presents and food and things uh-huh. and then the guy will formally ask the hand of the huh. the, the wife. 
Interesting. Yes, yes. Thank you for the explanation. It doesn't feature very prominently in the story, but that's yes, that's, a that's interesting. Yes. So that's what courting is. That's what courting is in the Philippines. Um, yes. so you can have multiple suitors, and you're not a slut. Exactly, because you can just they're be just hot. they're just asking. You yeah. didn't say anything. Sometimes they visit all at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> which is so funny. actually so so that's the important context because she had to choose. So okay. she had three suitors, and obviously they were like, okay, so which one of us do you want, right? So the first one was, um, I think, Capitan Lara. So like a Spanish uh, captain, soldier. Yeah. The second one, oh gosh, what's his name? Joselito. Okay. So he's like a mestizo. He's studying in Manila. So it, it, Mestizo means mixed. Mestizo so he's, means he's like half Spanish, Spanish, half Filipino usually. Um, and then the third one was um, Juan, who was like a local farmer local in the village. Played by Cartover <laughs> By Cartover Sosa. <laughs> and, and, and she, you know, she was like, she decided that she wanted to go with um, Juan, Juan. Our simple, humble guy. I was going to go with him too. So, <laughs> so you would think that would be the end of the story, but um, Joselito and Capitan Lara got very mad. Mm-hmm. Right? So the first two got very mad. They were like, this is unacceptable. They decided to um, get together and frame Juan. Oh no! So they actually um, framed him in such a way that um, he was accused of setting fire to a Spanish barracks oh, nearby no. where they were living. Okay. And so he got actually, he got caught, he got sentenced and tried. Uh, and and he was um, um, about to be shot and executed. And then. as he was about to be shot, he shouted Maria Makiling's name, right? Asking for help. The problem was, she was high up in her mountains. Oh no. She had to hike down. <laughs> and that took but a while. And she still didn't reach in time. Oh. Um, even with the magic. And so he died. And so she was very sad about it. Um, and this is funny. She started killing the, there's this, all the Spaniards. <laughs> she she said a curse, and the curse is on any man who is not is basically like a bad sport mm-hmm. when you fail at love. Mm-hmm. Sore so loser. If you're a sore loser, if you can't accept unrequited love, she's gonna set a curse on you. Ooh. So um, like I think, busted. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think one of them got like the, the Joselito got like an incurable sickness. Captain Lara died in battle because she was like, you need to be able to accept it. That's my decision, yeah. yo. No means no. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> <laughs> no means no, boys. But yeah, I mean, so <laughs> I, I just find it interesting because, you know, this is a figure who everyone like um goes to for like love and relationship yeah. and you know she was really worshipped for it but she didn't really have um Poor a happy ending well unless you know it's the hunters that go every now and then and maybe but i think those are her sometime men yeah they're, they're like not... flings yeah, yeah they're like convenience rebound <laughs> No, because like literally they'll stumble along and you're like, okay. You're, She's you're, like, well, you're not bad. Like, you're not bad. I'm so bored. Uh, you know, I just got chickens. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> but it's not part of her salsa. <laughs> so maybe one day 
Maybe if she's still around. Maybe one day her gardeners also will come hiking Maybe. up. Maybe. I always, I always think that the Makiling School for the Arts is like kind of like a Hogwarts. Because everyone I've met who've gone there are kind of a little like spacey. <laughs> okay. And like, and like really good musicians. Like a lot of them go to the conservatory in UP. And nice. are like really amazing piano players, whatever. Um, and what if their headmaster is like, Maria Makiling. Maria Makiling herself. In, herself. In the flesh. Right? Yeah. Is your head mas- mistress like got really long hair and like a new boyfriend every week? And does she always wear white? Does she like pinola? <laughs> <laughs> does she randomly give you ginger every now and then if you do a good job? Is there like bottomless salabat in the cafeteria? <laughs> Soothing like soupy broth. It's a soupy broth for when you're sick. It's chicken soup. It's got ginger. That's we should do that every episode. We should ginger, talk chicken, about really um, good. young papaya or sayote. Yes, yes, yes. It's just this clear light broth. It's very malungay. Mm, I'm craving now. Green little leaves. But like, is it? This is what I didn't know. Did you? Know so that? wait. So okay, the, no, the mananakal episode okay. was our adobo episode. Yeah. <laughs> this adobo is, and humba episode. This and is this our tinola. Tinola into the bat episode. What's so it? Who would have thought? It's we should publish a recipe. A cookbook, yeah. With the, no, at cook. least with the episode description, we should put the recipe for yeah, tinola. Yeah, yeah, we should put the recipe. And Just because. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And adobo. So that would be like that would be on the on the Instagram. It'll be like a picture of like mananangal, and then like adobo. <laughs> no. And then like and then like a random pamahiin thing. Maybe in a recipe. That's what we do. We have a recipe every episode. They know. I mean, it comes naturally. I know. That, that sounds because, amazing. Because because a lot of mythology has to do with with crops in nature. Yeah. I really love the ginger story, by the way. I know, me too. That was super... And then it turns into gold because ginger looks like gold. I've never heard of it before. Me There's neither. even one version where, like, um, so there was a hunter. Mm-hmm. And he saw this, like, wild boar roaming around. And he decides to go after it, obviously. Right? And the, the boar kind of, like, jumps behind a bush. And then when he goes through the bush, he sees, like, this house. And it's Maria Makiling who's petting the boar and he's like hey this is my pet don't hurt my pet i've seen illustrations of this yeah she she decided to like feed him because so she's known to like feed hungry and and thirsty uh, hunters and then um when he was about to go home she filled his salayot that's his hat yeah she filled his salakot salakot sorry salakot with um like full of ginger and he was like give this to your wife so she can cook with it and he was like, okay, fine, like, ginger, what am I going to do with it? So he brought it along, and it kept getting heavier and heavier as he was going Why out. Why is that menacing to me? Like, when I heard it kept heavier and heavier. It kept getting heavier and heavier, and he cut it in half and threw the pieces away. So he kept throwing it away because it was getting too heavy. Eventually, when he got back home, 
his um, his wife was like, "What's this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's ginger from like the, this lady." And she opened she opened it and she saw gold and she's like, "Oh my god!" And so he was so mad Why that he threw it away. I like that. It's kind of like reverse Hansel and Gretel. That's true. That's and true. And there's like a golden road. This has been an episode of Gods Must Be Crazy. We hope you liked uh, the episode. Um, there will be a full list of sources in the description. Obviously, a large part of it is uh, oral tradition, but we've tried as much as possible to get um, closest to the you know most reliable source uh, available. Um, so just check it out uh, if you're interested in learning more about these things. Follow us on Instagram at godsmustbecrazy.pod. Send us a DM if you have any suggestions or any other myths or stories that you want us to cover. Or if you have any corrections, we might be open to those yeah, as well. <laughs> we'd love to hear um, You know, if you have any other kind of information, any other interesting tidbits about the topics that we covered today. You know, We're learning along with you um, about these things. We'll also try um, when we can to kind of share a bit more information um, or background of what we cover in the episode. Like, for example, who is Garda for Salsa? For those of you who don't know, <laughs> what is the recipe for Tinola? We'll try to include that uh, as part of the uh, content. So do, do please join us there. We're going to be releasing episodes maybe twice a month. Bi-weekly, maybe. They'll, if it happens. They'll come. There's enough stories. <laughs> um, and so... Please do follow, subscribe, download, review, rates on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Until next time. Bye. See ya.